Hi there, I'm Barry Forward, and welcome to the Reboot Forward podcast. This is the podcast where we take a deep dive into the wonderful world of change, reinvention, transformation, and just plain doing something different. In particular, how it impacts the people who go through that change, what they've learned from their journey through change, and ultimately, what has allowed them to reboot forward. Today on the podcast, I'm joined again by my coach ally, Dagmar Meacham, for what we are calling our Courage Confab. Dagmar and I have decided to get together to rumble around with topics that we wrestle with when we work with our clients, particularly as they step into leadership and leadership roles. Last time around, we looked at the topic of accountability. Well, today we thought we'd explore the idea of feedback the importance of feedback and how it plays into our growth as leaders and how it shows up as we work to lead others. And of course, why it is so difficult to both give and receive feedback. Because it's uncomfortable, right? It's uncomfortable to take a look at yourself and maybe see those parts that, you know, could use improvement, right? And we all have different reactions to when people say those things to me. I remember yeah, the first time I got really good feedback when I hired a coach, actually my coach now. And I remember at one point he told me uh, that I was being arrogant. Hmm. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, no, that's my dad. I'm not, I'm not arrogant. That's my dad. That's arrogant. What? And it was like, you know, am I, am I being arrogant? And it was, it's confronting, right? And it's and confronting I, too, and and you, you were you had paid somebody yeah. to give you feedback. Like that's, I mean, part of the role of a coach is to do just that. And even then, it was confronting. So yeah. how did you how did you manage it? What made it uh, land well? Well, it was uh, it was my coach, right? Because you know, in the past, when I and this will we can go into, I think what might happen for people and why they don't give it or have a hard time receiving it. It's what we, where we go when we hear it. So when I heard that, and whenever I got, I was heavily criticized as a young person, as a young girl. And so what I did with that was, oh, I'm bad. I suck, basically, or I'm bad, right? I'm no good. And so my relationship to negative feedback of any kind was, oh, God, I'm no good. And so it's, it's making that shift to, that, no, that's not what we're saying here. My coach was helping me. It's not that you're no good. It's just, it's just this, this is a behavior that you have. And so let's work on shifting it. Why does that show up? And so arrogance was for me just a protector for me. It was an armor, a, a piece of my armor that was, I was using to protect, right? So it's, I think it's what we choose to do with it. Like, do we go to shame? Do we go to I'm no good? And then also if we delay giving it to someone else, it could be because of what we do with our own feedback, right? I don't want to give that to somebody because I'm going to make them feel horrible about themselves. So I'm just going to avoid the whole thing. Because when someone gives me fad feedback, I feel horrible about myself. So it's, I think it's making that shift of knowing what to do when you get the feedback. And it doesn't mean you're no good. It just means this is just a behavior that you can work on shifting and understanding it. Isn't, isn't that maybe part of the problem with leaders reluctant to give feedback because of that kind of ingrained idea that 
It's about negative correction. It's about we're, we're going to have to go in and get somebody to do, realize something horribly negative about themselves. And that's tough, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. To me, when we look at feedback, you, like you say, can we shift it so that it's not seen like that? It's not seen, it's, it's a growth. Uh, you know, I, I would say a perfectly evolved leader would know this. And there's not many out there who perfectly evolved. I uh, no. would know that having getting feedback is just part of the journey. It's part of the journey. And if we can get over this and get over this hump of saying, okay, this negativity, it's not good. It's not all about negativity. It's not all about uh, me delivering bad news to somebody. It's about growth, personal growth, getting better, becoming better as leaders, human beings, as well as just someone trying to do their job. Yeah. And it's an opportunity. You know, when you receive that information, it's always an opportunity. So what do we do? Yeah. What is the, what's the plan? When you, when you look at uh, kind of even your scenario with your coach, and uh, that was a step, you took a step, you were open to it, you probably said, I really want to hear it or something, you know, mm -hmm. what it is, gave him permission or her permission to, to give that to you. What do we do? As, and let's maybe start with leaders mm -hmm. and say, what does a leader do to create, as you called it, a culture of feedback of some place where we can, it feels good to give feedback or it's welcomed. What can a leader do to prepare his team, his environment, the company for good, good feedback reception and uh, willingness to hear these things? You know, I think a lot about, um, Feedback and the willingness to receive it and give it is all around safety and trust. So if you focus on building trust and creating a safe space for people to hear hard stuff, that's when feedback can really get um, absorbed or taken in, right? So if, you know, the only reason I, you know, someone else could have said, Dagmar, you know, when you're doing that, you sound really arrogant. And I would have been like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but he created this safe space for me to actually really rumble in it. Like rumble with that. Oh, oh that's ugly. Like arrogant. That's ugly. Um, so but, although, but it was a safe was, space. So although it was confronting, yeah. it was a, a safe environment that was created as an agreement or something that uh, mm -hmm. this individual created for you. And how empowering must that feel to someone when they feel safe to hear whatever? It was so empowering. And it made me think, wow, um, that was a blind spot. Like I didn't even know that I was coming across that way. And that was a total blind spot. And now, now I don't have that thing I'm doing anymore. Or I can, you know, I'm going to maybe do it still. That's probably still my armor or whatever. But um, yeah, it was incredibly freeing. And it made me believe more in myself, actually. So I want to talk a little bit more about the safety aspect, mm -hmm. creating this safe, because we were talking about what a leader is. And one of the things that uh, I've been looking into in terms of how to receive information, how do we get it, get it? And one of the pieces is that to receive feedback, 
as an individual, as someone in a, even a leader receiving it from their team members, we have to trust and have this safe environment. Mm -hmm. We have to believe in the people giving us the feedback. So yeah. part of that is just how, how do we build those relationships, those safe relationships so that we can be in a position. So when someone provides a comment to us, we're ready for it, right? So the safety is two sides. One, the leaders creating the safe environment and me wanting that place as, as a place where I'm going to receive it well. When I feel safe, when I'm in a great environment, when I feel comfortable, a leader comes in and gives me an offhanded re remark, a piece of criticism in the moment, because a lot of feedback comes situationally, not mm -hmm. once a year, it comes in the moment. I believe they've earned that right to do that. Mm -hmm. and I can receive it well, but it's safety that comes into play. Mm -hmm. So how do we, I guess there's two parts here, right, Barry? There's that, the giving feedback. So how do, how do leaders give better feedback? So those, for those listening, I'm just trying to think, right? Um, how, do, how do you give better feedback as a leader, but also how do you go and search for feedback yourself? Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just divide this into two parts here. Yeah. Okay, we've got the creating the environment, the culture of feedback. Yeah. I think that we can both agree <laughs> that that's such a critical element. You just were explaining yeah. with your coach, right? Mm -hmm. And then how that was received, okay? So that's one part of it. And the question is, what can we do? There's so many things, mm -hmm. right? Um, uh, you know, as a leader, what can you do to make your employees feel safe and, and welcomed and real and important people, right? All those things, mm -hmm. right? And I mean, I've the classic story of the, the CEO who walks the floor of the warehouse and gets to know everybody mm -hmm. and gets to know their personal stories. That individual is creating in my world. And that's a classic story, you mm -hmm. know? And, and so there's that part. The other side is, what do we do as those who are the leader comes down, he's walking the floor. What can I do? What do I need to be deploying to receive that feedback? So that's the one piece. The other piece is then how do we give good feedback? The actual technique of giving good feedback. So do you want to spend any more time talking about the safe environment? Anything, any thoughts? Yeah, I had had some things sort of that I thought about before, you know, there's this idea of, um, you know, when you think of culture, and I'm going to refer to this book, Radical Candor, because it's I refer to this, I refer to this almost in every, not every coaching session, but a lot of them. Um, and there's this idea of radical candor. Uh, if you haven't read this book, I would highly recommend reading this book for kind of anybody, really. Um, but it's this idea that you care personally and you are direct in your information, right? So it's and, and combined with again Brene Brown. So if you combine radical candor and dare to lead, you know Brene Brown. Oh, you got you got a lot of tools there. So it's this courage to to lean into those difficult conversations, but care about who you're talking to. Like you actually have to really care, because if you don't care, the people on the receiving end are going to get it. So they're not really going to take in what you're saying, right? So. So creating this culture of radical candor is actually caring personally and, and balancing the praise and the criticism, right? So making sure there's positive and negative. Um, and that safety thing is as a leader, you have to be willing to lead with vulnerability. So in order to create safety, in my mind, you have to be willing to lean into the discomfort first and lead with it. 
and show others that it's safe to do so. So I had a, uh, sorry, I had a story uh, about just, just shared with me, uh, someone when I, I was working with a group that I was involved with and this individual was sharing it, just started a new position at a job, had, was just trying to get the lay of the land, you know, had just uh, a very senior position and the uh, some one a member of the C-suite was walking by, and this individual had never met this person, had seen them at meetings and stuff, but never had a one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. And the the leader uh, said to this individual, "You're like a bull in a china shop," <laughs> and then walked away. <laughs> and that is kind of the the culture. You know, I look at that just to what you were saying is. This individual was just in the process of understanding the culture, right? You know, understanding the process. Mm -hmm. Could they possibly be in a position to receive something like that from a leader they'd never met, mm -hmm. right? And who that leader hadn't built that trust level. And as a result, after coaching through this with this individual, came to a point where he said, well, that was just a piece of information coming from a leader. It's worth investigation, but it's mm -hmm. not worth taking personally. Mm -hmm. It's just, a, uh, and that person might have seen, and I'm talking about the leader who made the comment, might have just seen it in isolation. So you, you've got to get a whole bunch of contextual pieces. And we often internalize those when we hear that and go, oh, no, I am. I'm a crazy person in a, you know, crashing all over everything, whatever that, uh, that meant to this individual, mm -hmm. when actually it was just a comment. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know if that kind of plays into what you're Mm -hmm. referring to but it uh, i think when we look down and we see it in play and in the field we can see time and time again where the leader creates that environment of safety and then I, I, and I, my words here i've repeated them earns the right yeah we give them the right as the the person reporting to them i respect you 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 i trust you you've got my back yeah, and then you have to build trust as a leader in order for people to um, to be influenced by what you say. There is, as you're talking, there's something really interesting that I could share that's a really great tool um, sure, that everybody great. can tap into here. So Brene Brown, she has this um, engaged feedback checklist and you can go to her website and you can download it. And I honestly, I recommend this to anybody. So I can read a few pieces off of there that are useful as you're talking. So even just that, that story you just shared, Barry, you know, that leader says the thing and then walks away. Well, okay, you might feel that way, but then how are you remaining engaged to have a proper conversation with this person, right? So that's like a cop. In my mind, it's a cop out. You just spur your little thing and then walk away, right? So Brene Brown has this thing uh, where it's around, well, it, it, feedback is all about vulnerability because you have to be willing to stay engaged in the conversation, in the tough conversation and give yourself in it. So I can just name a few of these things here as we're talking. So um, the beginning of the list says, I know I'm ready to give feedback when I'm ready to sit next to you rather than across from you. Mm. I'm willing to put the problem in front of us rather than between us. I'm ready to listen, ask questions and accept that I may not fully understand the issue. So that's leaning into curiosity, isn't it? Like vulnerability has so much to do with curiosity because it means you don't know the answer and maybe your judgment is wrong. 
So I'm for connection. I'm for understanding rather than I want to hold my space. I want to hold my viewpoint and you're wrong. I'm right. Um, I want to acknowledge what you do well instead of picking apart your mistakes. I recognize your strengths and how you can use them to address your challenges. I can hold you accountable without shaming or blaming you. Such a big one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's our language and how we, how we, how we verbalize, you know, what we're trying to say. I'm willing to own my part. Um, I can genuinely thank you for your efforts rather than criticize you for your failings. I can talk about how resolving these challenges will lead you to your growth and opportunity. And the last one, I guess I'm reading all 10 because they're so good. I can model the vulnerability and openness that I expect to see from you. So, you know, what would happen if, if uh, people downloaded that checklist that. What a great checklist. And I yeah. what popped to mind as you were, you were reading out uh, those from Brene Brown were just how uh, much a state of mind, bringing ourselves and being present for the people we're providing the feedback uh, for. I mean, just being there for them, mm-hmm. not being against them. I love that uh, image of don't make it between us, right? Yeah. It's, uh, it's just with, we're, we've got challenges and growth, part of growth and personal growth and professional growth is a challenge. We've got to step into it. We're not always uh, perfect as we rise and, and grow. And why not uh, address it and have it right there in front of us? And someone mm. like uh, uh, in that, the, that checklist there, if you will, yeah. is going to be there with us. Who's got our supporting us along the way. And so what about you, Barry? You know, when you're working with, with your clients and your leaders, what's something that you use? Um, what's a, what's a, a tool or something that you know, how do you help people give better feedback? Well, it comes down to, I mean, I, I really, I like this where we're going, just this discussion about what we got to set the table first, right? And yeah. and it's both, to me, it's both sides. So we got to set the table and that's what we've just talked about for the last little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how do we show up? I, I think that in delivering feedback, when it actually comes time where we've got to provide somebody with feedback, we've set the environment, the culture's there, what are we going to do? And I think that's where we can really think through. Um, we have to be aware of what the situation is. Uh, if we're in a, you know, an ambulance crew and, we're in, and things are going haywire, we need feedback, we need direct and it possibly negative feedback. It's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Don't do that, right? <laughs> or yeah, something. yeah. However, uh, generally, and I'm going to go to something like a performance review or someone asks, uh, does a presentation or someone uh, like us puts a podcast together. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had, I'm just going to use this as an example, because I think what I'm getting at here is how do we deliver balanced feedback? And Mm -hmm. I think that's, if we have time, if it's in, if someone says, you know, we're going to sit down, we're going to have a little discussion about your presentation today how you uh, pre- presented yourself at that meeting or something. Um, the goal here is to provide balanced feedback. The question mm-hmm. is, how do we do that? And the idea here is to provide equal amounts of vivid, detailed information on the positive side as we do on the negative side. Mm. And that often is a difficult um, thing for most of us to do because we just... Mm. We've grown up to give uh, feedback in a, in this what we call this positive pandering sandwich of negativity. So what we do is we say, "Hey, that was a really great presentation, Dagmar." Wow. Um, 
But what <laughs> you really wanted to look at was the right in the middle of it, you kind of lost your train of thought. I saw the slide that was up on the screen made absolutely no sense. And I just did get what you were trying, what your point was kind of about five minutes in. Uh, but all in all, it wasn't a bad presentation. I think you did pretty well, right? And so what I just trying to, I was trying to show you with that description was really detailed on the negative, but not so much on the positive. I gave- What's the impact? Like, why is that, uh, what's the impact you think, Barry, like the bigger impact of that? The, the bigger impact is, is that I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to receive the negative because that's mm. what I see. That's what I'm getting. And in fact, if I continually get negative feedback, mm -hmm. I'm going to shut down. I'm going to just go, oh, not again. Yeah. It's going to be really, I'm going to get, I maybe get really upset. I'm thinking, you know, performance reviews coming up. It's going to be all negative. <gasps> what am I going to do? And it's going to be a very stressful situation. So let's. Yeah. let's so it's almost like the feedback loses its relevancy, right? Doesn't it? Because yeah. if there's no listening, if there's no trust, and if I don't feel like you got my back and it's going to be mostly negative, well, you've lost the listening, haven't you? It, and, and yeah, it, yeah the impact point. is not what maybe you want to get when you provide yeah. that to somebody. Yeah. So we could, I could use the, uh, the, um, the, the presentation uh, idea as an example, but I'll, I'll use just our podcast. We did one yeah. about a month ago on accountability. Yep. And someone who, uh, one of our people who listened in, uh, provided me with some feedback via email. Mm -hmm. And a couple of things were at play. One is this individual I really respect, okay? Yeah. I trust this guy. He, I, I know that he is interested in what I do and, and he, you know, mm -hmm. so he sent him an email. So it's already coming in, in that context. Mm -hmm. Okay. So just imagine, I'm going to add a little bit of color to it because it was just a short email, but I'm going to make it yeah. a little bit more than it was. Okay. So he provided, you know, he said basically, Hey, Barry, it was a fantastic uh, I love that topic. The mm. topic you guys chose was really intriguing. There's a lot of research been going on about uh, accountability. And we really liked that. I really liked exploring that. And you guys were chatting back and forth. And I liked how the, the friendly tone of it was. And, um, you know, it really got me, it got me in, engaged in the conversation. So I've just mm -hmm. given you about three positives, right? Yeah. In that. And then what he went on to say was, he said, you know, one of the things that you might want to include, though, because I, I was waiting for it, was yeah. some really practical tools. <laughs> right? yeah. And I, I was waiting for it. There was a point where Dagmar, he mentioned your name, suggested yeah. this tool, uh, but we, it, it didn't complete, right? And I was yeah. waiting for the completion of that tool. So here, I've just given this feedback to you, mm -hmm. you know, you kind of get a sense. There's this positive element mm -hmm. to it. He supported me in the positive, but then again, he offered some really good uh, practical reasons and he was listening. He gave detail on both sides. So the key with balanced, mm -hmm. and from my perspective, there's a, 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 a guy who studied this in quite detail, Randall Stutman, has done a lot of research on feedback. And this mm -hmm. is the one thing he says, work for for balanced feedback, best you can. Mm -hmm. um, and what it means is if you have two things you want to, you know, a Dagmar, I want to correct something with Dagmar, mm -hmm. come up with two equally detailed, supportive, positive yeah. things about the same issue, the same context. 
And if you, and, and this happens with leaders all the time, mm. is the leader comes and says, well, actually I have five things that I want to work on with this individual. Can't really think of anything positive. <laughs> You're not ready to deliver that feedback. No. Well, you, there's going to be no motivation from the person, right? Because they're going to go, oh God, I feel like crap about myself. Now what? But do you think it, do you think the balance inspires someone to go into action to look at themselves it's almost like that's the thing that might unlock them to open to the negative and actually do something about it absolutely like that's the key isn't it almost like that's the key that unlocks the thing but the the, the challenge is is it's hard to come up with the details mm. you've got to pay attention yeah you've got to be in you have the, to care you have to care <laughs> oh what a concept <laughs> Absolutely. You, you have, have to care, care about the people you work with and actually take an interest and, and, and yeah, understand them, practice empathy and understand where, where they are and what motivates them and what's going on for them. Being present for them. Yeah. Right. Being there for them. And, and yeah. when we, and it goes back to those other points is if we feel that, if we feel the leader and that's the mm -hmm. other spinoff, it can build trust. Mm -hmm. so receiving that balance feedback also gets a sense, this person actually listened to my, they listened to my presentation. Yeah. Wow. I didn't think they were paying attention. And they're, they've got really good details and good, and it, but it's hard work to do. So I, I just makes me think, you know, just going back to that shift that if you want to practice, if, you, if, if receiving feedback is really hard for you um, or giving feedback, it's what feeling am I, what story am I making up about that? So like for the person giving it, what story am I making up about feedback that's making me not do it? Or what am I avoiding feeling? What discomfort am I avoiding feeling, right? And then for the person receiving it, why am I struggling so much with this? Why, what am I fighting against? What story am I making up about myself by receiving this and taking a look at it? And practice it, Dagmar. Yeah. Practice. Start at home. Mm -hmm. Start giving your, you know, your 10 year old a, uh, mm -hmm. some, some feedback. See, just think about it as you're, yeah. you're offering it. I, I go for walk, long walks right now with my daughter and COVID, uh, the COVID world. Right. And that's where we connect. Right. Mm -hmm. And providing feedback is one of the opportunities to have. And I've been very deliberate about it, trying mm -hmm. to, to say, you know, and she's not asking for lots of feedback. <laughs> Just be clear. <laughs> it's situational, we'll say. But, uh, <laughs> but notice that, you know, I, you can practice and take, take a chance. Try mm -hmm. it out. And, and if you can, just even try two things. Just say, I'm gonna, I really want to, you know, help uh, my, my friend do better at this, okay? And I'm going to just pro provide some feedback. Hey, I'd like to provide you with some great advice on how to correct your behavior doesn't go over well. No. You know, hey, I've got, I, that thing you did was, oh, you know, there's some parts of that that really kind of shone for me. Let me tell you about them. Yeah. And then you have an opportunity. Practice. So Barry, we've spoken about um, this thing around. So just to flip it to um, going out and searching for feedback. So mm -hmm. you, you're a big proponent for, uh, you've said about surrounding yourself with people that uh, can provide you with feedback in your, in your life, in your career. So what is it that, you know, what would you tell people around that? Like, 
you know, around going and finding people to give you feedback or? It is kind of like getting your own board of advisors. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you could, th- you could just randomly pick people. Mm-mm. You want people mm-hmm. who you trust, who you respect, and who you know are going to give you the goods. And they, they get to know you. And then they're willing to invest some time in, in, in you. So as someone, and again, it all depends on the individual. When you're in your life and your career, solicit those people. I, uh, the word is um, loving critics. Go find those loving critics in your world. And particularly when it comes to professional growth and development, which means people in, who are working in the area that you're working in, okay? You're, you're a coach and you want some feedback. Well, go and talk to a coach yeah. and, and yeah. talk to them about the things you're doing. Maybe have them sit in and listen to a session or something. Get mm-hmm. some feedback, but pick those people and go out and... Uh, you know, the number, who, who knows, <laughs> you know, more the merrier. Yeah. I was in a group uh, discussion with some senior executives uh, uh, the other week, and it was the, the more senior leader who uh, in this discussion basically said, I actively do it all the time. I'm mm-hmm. looking for people to add to my, and I, my words, loving critic uh, circle. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just people keep, think about who they are in your world keep adding them, keep identifying them. They're there. Yeah. It makes me think about this quote uh, by Brittany Brown. You can tell I'm such a rare Brittany Brown fan. She says, if we shield ourselves from all feedback, we stop growing. So that's it, right? That is totally it. That's, <laughs> that's why we're here. So you can shield it. You, you can like go, oh, you know, I don't want it. Yeah, I'm just going to like sit over here in my tower in my silo, in my tower way up here. And, you know, sorry, I don't want to hear it, but you're going to stop growing. It's just going to happen, right? Without that feedback, you're going to start to believe your own BS, so to speak. You're going to start to believe it because you're not getting any feedback. You're not, you're building a world that has no inputs from outside sources. And it's an important part of self-awareness. What do others, how do others see me? And this is where feedback can be such a big part. Well, you're not, you're never challenging your stories. Those stories we make up when we're five or six, by the way, you know, we need to challenge those stories. And the only way we do that is by putting those stories out in the world and saying, you know, this is what I've been thinking, or this is, you know, you know, is this right or whatever. There's also another, there's this a tool because, you know, we've got some great feedback about providing more tools. So I have another tool that's highly, highly valuable. Again, it's from this um, radical candor book. Um, and there's a section in there called soliciting impromptu guidance. So this is this mm-hmm. idea of, you know, how do you as a leader go out and get that, right? How do you go out and get feedback, even from those that you lead as well, not just from peers and you know, coaches and things. So there's a few points that I thought I'd bring up here that could be useful. So the first one is, um, as a senior leader, you are the exemption to, the criti- to criticize in private rule of thumb. So what they're saying there is, you know, when, when you're, when you want to criticize or give negative feedback to someone who you lead, generally you don't want to do it in front of people, right? That's bad form. But what you, what you can do as a senior leader is lead with that and say, you know what? Um, I'm the exception because I'm the leader. So I want to be criticized in public or, Hey, these are the results from my 360. We all did a 360 and 
these, this is what, this is what I'm no good at and I'm willing to go first. So the idea there is uh, be open to share the feedback you're getting with others. Yeah. And be open to people giving you feedback in public as a leader mm. so that you're demonstrating, I can handle the feedback. And this is what it looks like when you receive feedback. I'm okay with that because I want to have a culture of giving and receiving feedback. And I'm okay when you give that to me in public, because I want to publicly show you what it looks like. It's like, that's a real demonstration. It takes a lot of courage. I can't say that would be easy, but um, it goes into it more, you know, in this book. The other one here is, you know, have a go-to question when you're asking for feedback. So they say, this is a good one. It might fit for you or might not, but is there anything I could do or stop doing that would make it easier to work with me? Mm. Good questions to ask ourselves, eh? And that, wow. Yeah, like how good of a question is that, right? And and wait for it. And if someone says, so this is what it says also, if someone says, oh, no, 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 it's fine, you're great. Don't go, okay, good, and walk out the door. No, actually, I'm going to ask that question again. Like, I'll wait for it and wait for the pause. It says even wait. Um, the next point is embrace the discomfort. So be willing to embrace the discomfort in the conversations. And when you ask the question, wait six seconds or wait 10 seconds. And, you know, if it's too, if you're sensing that it's uncomfortable for the other person, just help them say, it's okay, whatever you say. Coming full circle to vulnerability again as a leader. Um, and mm -hmm. we, we've kind of been chinwagging on this wonderful topic of feedback for a while now. And I, I guess to, to, sum, to sum it up uh, from my perspective as just hearing you talk there, it's like we have to step into this area where we were exposed as leaders. We solicit the feedback. We're okay with it. Um, mm -hmm. It helps with our presence, our executive presence anyway. So we've got to learn to do it anyway. But what a great uh, way to be as a, as a leader, just to be open and showing. I mean, it's, and that's the courage piece that comes up here too, Dagmar. Yeah. It's like, am I willing to go there? Let yeah. people know who I really am. And uh, the other part is, is that if we want to, there are tools out there that we can employ mm -hmm. to, to help us uh, just manage this whole thing. It, in my world, feedback is an essential part mm -hmm. of our growth as individuals, let alone as career, someone in their, their journey professionally. And we need to figure out ways that we best can do it. And you can, there's a number of them out there. We've mentioned a few here today. Um, and they'll be in the show notes, uh, just so you know, you'll be able to we'll have some links and uh, look at those. So anything else on this topic before we talk for three more hours on feedback? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's, uh, you know, it start, feedback really starts with you. Again, you know, it starts with you as a leader, it starts with you as a person. So, you know, if you want to give better feedback, it starts with you and your willingness to step into vulnerability. If you want to ask for feedback, again, it starts with you and your willingness to step into vulnerability and the discomfort. Um, and there is such power in that. It's not a soft skill by any means. There is such power and strength in that. And I would say it's such a worthwhile journey to explore that. Thank you again to Dagmar Meacham for joining me for our Courage Confab and our discussion on feedback. 
We're looking at a number of topics, and every month or so, we're going to get into this and here in this forum, and hopefully there's a topic that we can dig into. If you have one that you're thinking about, contact us. You can contact me via email at barry at rebootforward.com, or you can reach Dagmar through her website at couragespace.com. Until next time, let's reboot forward.